Good morning, good morning. Doop doop doop. I'm annoying. Good morning to you. I wake my dog up every day like that. But, well, I don't wake her up. I actually sing that to her when I see her waking up. And it annoys everybody. But I tend to do it a lot. <laughs> so I've had some sleep and we're doing the Q&As again. Hopefully this time will be a bit more interesting to listen to. Uh, then the question that I left it on last time was recent purchases and I think I covered that one because I haven't bought much lately. Um, that book though, I got a hardback book for £3.60 something and it was a 2020 issue, um, a modern book, a really cool one, it's called Uncan- Uncanny Valley by Anna Wiener and it was it's a gorgeous book she is she works in publishing and it's a, it's it's a modern book about working in publishing and startup companies and I think it covers topics such as um harassment sexual harassment or things like that but I haven't got that far into it and I did start reading it on the e-reader and I just think it's wrote spectacularly I I was really into it after the first few pages and that's when I really know if I'm going to read a book or not well it's not a deal breaker because sometimes I really get into a book and then just lose interest round about a quarter of the way through and then if I make it past that loss of interest stage and I get towards the end, it's really difficult for me to finish the book. I was reading Pulp the other day by Bukowski because it was the only one that I had that was hardback, and I've got this thing now, I did prefer softbacks for, for all my life, and every single book of mine is a softback, and it wasn't just because they work out cheaper, it was just it was a preference, and I thought, well, isn't it lucky that I don't like hardbacks because they're too stiff, they're too rigid, I thought, and they're, too, they're too, too much more expensive, but that wasn't an issue at the time. Anyway, I found my Bukowski book, and I thought that's hardback, and I, th- I really like the feel of hardback now. It feels like a real book. I like the rigidness, the stiffness in my hand, <laughs> and I read that one, and... um. So I managed to get a hardback copy of this book, which should have been, it says on the in- insert, sixteen ninety nine, and it was only published last year. So really, I got I got a steal, I got a bargain, and that was from We Buy Books, I think it's dot com, but I got it off eBay. So We Buy Books place. That's one I hadn't used them before for buying any books or anything, and apparently they've got their own app too where they buy books off you and you, I don't know whether you can buy their books from the app but yeah it's it's something that I'm going to use because my normal places to buy books is World of Books which have, have rebranded to WOB still means the same thing it just is a bit strange and I, I, I got an email once and Matt said alright who's that off so I went it's off Wob <laughs> and he thought that I was saying Rob in a weird way. He went, who's Rob? <laughs> I did it on purpose because I knew that's what he'd think. Uh, it doesn't look like a great 
thing what I mean it sounds a bit untrustworthy doesn't it I don't know why it just sounds like are these guys real but but it is and then the other one is music magpie I really I really think their customer service is brilliant because they sent me a big pile of books and because they used and someone just they only have one copy it they send it by tract mail with I think it's whistle and it comes with DHP, if I'm not mistaken. And anyway, I live in a gated community, so if they can't get through the gate to get to my front door, they're not going to be able to deliver. But I didn't know that was how it was being sent. I, pres I presumed it was being tracked with Romail. I should have maybe checked this out. But also, I didn't have a set date, only a rough es estimate when it would arrive. But still, I wasn't in when it... It, it must have arrived and the tracking number just led me to um just led me to a, a point where it where it said it had been delivered to Royal Mail and I contacted Royal Mail um and they hadn't had any packages so it they got lost and a long story short I contacted with a screenshot of the tracking number contacted music magpie and i was just saying that because i'd already contacted him saying i've received one of the books on its own but the books that were all sent together and should have arrived because it's really late as well they, they were they were due in october sometime and it was the beginning of november so that's when i decided to make the contact and I showed him the screenshot of the tracking parcel but i did say to him i said look it's fine Obviously, they've got lost in the post. I don't expect a refund or anything like that. Um, I just wondered. I, I don't know what I wrote, but basically, I was saying I don't expect a refund. I'll just, I'll just leave it this time. And they were so kind in saying, "No, we'll give you a refund." And they listed the books that they wanted to refund, and one of the books was the one that I had received. So I said, "Well, thank you very much." Um, I said, I don't, I, I don't think it's something you can do. I'm, I'm really, like, stupid. Matt was saying, you should get a refund, you should get a refund. But I was like, it's, no, it's not their fault. You know, it's obviously something's gone wrong in the post. And I wasn't too bothered. It was only mounted up to about £10 odd for these six books. <laughs> so it was just ridiculous. But I was very humble. And um, they, they said... No, we will refund you, and this book that I'd received was in the list, so I contacted him again and said, thank you very much, it's very kind. Um, can, But I have already received this, you know, this book, what's in the list, so don't refund for that. And then they got back to me again, as a goodwill gesture, we will be refunding for that book, and we will send you a, a replacement for one of the other books. Unfortunately, it wasn't the main book that I was looking at that I really wanted, but... I'm not too gutted anymore. The book that I really wanted, and it was hard to get hold of for the for the ridiculously cheap price, inexpensive price, that I did pick it up for from them, had it arrived, was Angela Carter, and it's a book called Love. Now, I have picked up The Magic Toy Shop from Angela Carter, and I've read about her, and in within the book, and also about her other books. I've not read that one yet looks really good and I thought yeah I'm going to get into her I like her style of writing and then I was doing a podcast or trying to do a podcast for a 
book reading one started at, at the bare beginnings which is with the books that I'd, I already had and I was talking about my Bukowski collection obviously at first and my Hunter S. Thompson group because I grouped the books that I did have I thought I had loads turns out I've got one, two, three, four, five, about six piles very small piles with about between 10 and less and um so so not many and i got rid of a few um i i had these piles and separated them into my own little categories so I started with that one and one of the books in the bukowski hunter s thompson category was a book called love is strange and it's a collection of short stories. I knew it had a Bukowski story in it, which is the re whole purpose of me buying it, but I've never actually read it. So I looked in it, read the Bukowski story. It was interesting and was talking about that on my other podcast, which I've abandoned for now. Anyway, I came across a, in that book of short stories an Angela Carter story as well. Started reading that, enjoyed it, didn't finish it. It was long for a short story. And I'm nearly at the end of it, but like I said, I get to the final hurdle of a book and sometimes I just think, I can't continue just yet. I get anxiety about continuing it. Not because I'm frightened it's going to be over, because sometimes I just want it to be over. But because I just, it's like a, I don't know what you call it, but it's like some kind of block. But I will go back and finish that eventually. I've still got the bookmark there, so the intention is there. And yeah, it was it was one of hers, um, her book called Love. But because of the reason why, because I can't finish this short story, it's making me think maybe I've gone off her writing, which I know I haven't. I don't know how I've ended up speaking for 10 minutes about an old question and then rambling on about something else, but at least um, I'm getting the content on here and at the moment we're just going to have to go with quantity over quality but it's interesting i love books um so for book places to buy online i would recommend world of books i don't think they have an ebay page they might do but i can never sort of find it i don't know i like to go to their their own website and sign up there you get new you, you can be part of the newsletter and they send you interesting um, recommendations and stuff I like to just and all their delivery at World of Books is always free no matter where you are I'm sure that's worldwide it is for me and I'm in the UK and the books are, are quite cheap depending on what you're looking for and then we buy books that was I'm, I'm, I'm overwhelmed that I got this 16 book for £3.60 something and it was a recent book I wouldn't mind if it was ancient it was, it was modern. It was rock. I was just really buzzing with that. And then obviously, Music Magpie, the ser service, customer service is second to none. So let's crack on with the Q and A's questions and answers. Oh no, you're going you're gonna to hate this. The next question on the list is library books. So I'm still on the subject of books, which is quite good how it ties in, but. I was hoping we could move on. Uh, so, what my recent library books that I got out? 
oh, they're in the other room and he's still in bed. I'll tell you what they all are this time. The, the physical books which I went to the library and got out, I was intending to take my library books back. Um, I did it because it's all done digital and I don't know, I didn't write it down. I didn't know when they were due back. So I got an email notification the other day saying, this is your first reminder to bring them back. So I took them back with the full intention. I'm not going to get no more physical books out because I can use a digital app and then it will just save me visiting again unless I really want to. And then I'll be able to concentrate on the books that I've got here. And if that didn't happen, <coughs> just bear with me. It's first thing in the morning. I sound like my Simpson. I'm just like pouring coffee down my throat and spilling it everywhere. Got the biggest cup ever. Um, I've got one one of the books in front of me. Basically, I got I think it's six. Yeah, I got six books, all based around writing. Like this one's called More Five Minute Writing. Another fifty inspiring exercises in creative writing in five minutes a day. But there is a first book called Five Minute Five Minute Writer The Five Minute Writer or Five Minute Writing and it's creative exercises for that. This one is more character based and I think it's more for the writer who has characters already in mind, who is beginning a novel or wants to write a novel, etc. The first one might be more um loosely fit. But this one's brilliant. It has given me inspiration. I just tailor the exercises to something that relates to me. Just use the inspiration. And rather than it be for a character, it could be for just a piece of free writing. It's all free writing. And you spend five minutes doing each exercise where you write. It's Nothing has to be edited or anything like that. It's brilliant. I did get another one called The How to Write It book. And I read three chapters and it turned out it was more like a mini biography with a few tips along the way and it just wasn't it was by a poet and I'm sure he's a poet laureate or he's a slam poet person but um, but it, it, I thought it'd be more informative for me and useful for me and it wasn't so I didn't continue although it was enjoyable to read and that was a tiny little book that was so cute and then the other books are all based around the writer's handbook well that's not what it's called it's called the writing book or this that the other. there's the answer i should have had him in front of me but i'm not going to go in there and disturb him again i went in a minute ago getting my socks on and gathering some books my writing books that i've already written in and the charger and things like that and I'm singing good morning you're lazy but I was saying it that quiet when you're lazy bones and you're a lazy bones do do and he was, he was go away I'm so annoying aren't I it's like I'm up everyone else is up but I'm not rude with it so I'm not I don't take the piss and make sure that I make loads of noise like him when he gets up in the morning he can't be asked getting out of the bed straight away because that's not his routine. His routine will be to go on the phone and go on stupid, noisy things, even if I'm sleeping. 
I can sleep through, uh, you know, I could sleep through Glastonbury or somewhere massive. I could sleep on the stage and everything could be going on. But if I'm, if it's the morning time and I'm coming out of my sleep, it, and it, you know, irritating noises get to me like it would anyone. Like that's why they have alarm clocks, because heavy heavy sleepers would, you know, you wouldn't sleep through an alarm clock. And he he goes on YouTube and TikTok and things like that really loud down my ear. That's annoying. Next one is audio but list. So it's the same theme and I'll cover that. There's one question as well which is further on down but I'll, I'll cover it now because I know it's the same theme. We'll get it all out of the way. I hope you like books. My audio book list is... Let's have a look. I'm just having a look which I've got on my audio book list now because I'm forever changing them on the audio books at the moment i've got letters of note and it's a space theme by canon gate books and i can't click on it to say anymore i've got a poem a poet for every day of the year by ali s array their audio books and the next question was ebooks my ebooks at the moment i've got the jane right jane austen's writers club by rebecca smith I've got Autobiophilosophy, which is all one word, Robert Rowland Smith. I've got I Strongly Believe in Incredible. Something. I can't click on it because I'm afraid it's going to mess up the recording and you can't really read it. It's by Rob Orton. I've got a Creative Writing book, which is like Creative Writing for Idiot's Guide. And I've got the Ophelia Girls by Jane Healy. And that's me trying to read more fiction and trying to follow all these booktubers. I think I've heard one person mention the Ophelia Girls. I've decided though that I think my taste in reading is a lot different from most of these booktubers who are very young. Not not very, very young, you know, they're they're like half my age and they're modern and, and into what floats their boat and I think it's a lot of YA and I just think I'm too long in the tooth for that unless I find one that I really dig but I just think I'm too old and boring to follow their recommendations even though I did get a great big pile of well not great big but at least seven recommendations they've done and I think for my level of reading what I need to challenge me to think. I think some of these feel like I'm back at school and reading a story that is so simple. It, it's weird, it's weird because I'm, I don't know, it's very strange. But I did want to start reading fiction and I love the sound of these books that these um, booktubers talk about. They, they sound amazing, every one of them. And I know it's designed to sort of make you want to be interested in the book, but yeah, I'm going to have to work out what I'm going to read because I've not got many years left, so it's not how many I read, it's what I choose to read and what I choose that I don't have to. The next one, we've got away from books, finally. 
I'm, I'm just going to cut here for a little break for you, a little interval, then we'll carry on with the, with the other questions. Apologies for the short break, I just had to sneeze. I think my hay fever's back. I don't know if you can get hay fever in the middle of winter, but it feels that way. Okay, so. The, let's go on to the next question. This one might be tricky. A gag moment of your life. So, a moment where if it was on the screen or stage and it happened the audience would burst into laughter so a gag moment in my life would have been I was in Ibiza and I went to the club Pasha and I'm not a dancer I never have been but I thought at the time I was only in like 21 or something I thought well I know I don't like dancing as such. I don't get the same vibes that everyone else does. I feel stupid. I look clum clumsy and it's ridiculous. I thought, well, maybe that's because I've never tried. And I thought, well, it's worth trying anything once. So I was in Ibiza, in Pasha, dressed not very well. They, like, I didn't have a clue how I was supposed to dress. And I've, that's another thing with me. I've never had a real good sense of a real good dress sense because I don't dress like I don't follow fashions or anything like that I would just wear what I like I mean it's got better over time and I look like a sack of rags at the minute but um I was young and, and I had a good body that I could dress and I still looked pretty much cheap I would reckon just like this black pleated skirt tiny really short one and then whatever top and I thought I looked quite nice and I've been told, yeah, you look stunning. But then when I'm looking around me and I'm just walking across the, the main dance floor, near towards like where the cave bits are, the little alcoves, I could see all the girls dressed in really nice ball gowns and um, stunning, stunning silky clothes and stuff. And mine just looked daft. But I didn't mind... And there was a group of us that had, that had gone together. I didn't know the group, but I thought I'd get to know them while we was here. And then the music started playing and they all started dancing around. Like, everyone started getting into it. The pills hadn't kicked in, but I thought I'd better just join in. I started to try and do a little bit of dancing, mimicking what I was seeing in front of me. And one by one, Whoever was in my direct line of view started to turn away from me. So it was like that. I tried to maybe look at someone else dancing to, to dance with them and each one just turned away or rolled their eyes or I, I could have parted at a sea of people because everyone was so embarrassed at the way I looked. That would have been my gag moment. Or... If you did have any any fond feelings for me, I think that would have been a part where you might cry for me and cringe. So, and another one was when I was at Tower Bridge and I was seeing the DJ 
there and it was the first time that I'd ever been up in a DJ booth and I was one of those daft slags that was swinging her arms around and pump, thinking I was pumping up the crowd, showing off because I was with the DJ and that was another embarrassing eye-watering dancing moment. So I've realised later in life that dancing just isn't me and I don't have to do it if I don't want to. It's my party. I will walk dance if, <laughs> if I don't want to, and I never will. Next one is favourite celebrity. My favourite celebrity used to be, uh, well, that just spoils it, spoils it now, because I've got favourite celebrity and least favourite. Now, my favourite celebrity was Russell Brand, because he wasn't just a celebrity. He was... He were, he was special. <laughs> I think the reason I'm stuttering is because there's another question that says, and we'll cover that now, because I didn't want to ruin that question, most underrated celebrity and favourite underdog. There's three questions. They all lead to the same person. My fa- he wasn't an underdog. He never has been. He's always been a shining star in his own, in his own right. But he's the most misunderstood character from going back years when I did when he was my favourite person of in the celebrity circles. He's my least favourite now because I think something in his soul he might be happy and content and healed and in a place where he's fine. But it seems to me like some part of his soul's died and like he's not the same anymore and there's he's flat. He is he and he doesn't seem to have the same aura about him and I don't mean a troubled aura because everyone with me being a miserable cow they might say well misery attracts misery and they like company it's not that at all I like people who are doing well and in a good headspace and sane and normal and I think because of the amount of mental illness in the world that always has been there but because of the recognition of it now I think it's more unique not to have a mental disorder or things like that And but he was unique he's a very intelligent man I think I just seen my ass when I didn't get a reply from my comments on YouTube or even on Facebook but I'm awful I'm that kid that if I fancy you at school and I'll run up to you and punch you in the face. And I'm talking about little school because what I did on YouTube, he was having a very serious debate about global warming or something. I shouldn't say that because that's the current theme, isn't it? But he was having a very serious debate with some serious people on this YouTube thing. And I commented, get your cock out. So no wonder I was ignored. And then on Facebook, um, he posted a picture one day of him with a book or with something and I swear just the angle of the picture looked like he had tits so I said you're not wearing a bra no response I probably got blocked and I didn't mean it <laughs> I didn't mean to be offensive it was just my way of having a laugh I don't, I don't know why I did it I was, but there is there's a flatness in his eyes now, and I don't think he's found his place. He might have found his people. He's, he's got his family. He's a grown man. He has to lead by example. But his eyes just look vacant 
Like he doesn't care about anything. There's no passion in him about the things that he's doing for the outside world, which I don't blame him. I'm not interested in the outside world as long as I'm okay in my small bubble of safety and I can reach out and give something into the world like what I'm doing now with podcasts and creativity and just give something into the world whether the world wants it or not that's fine but I think he's still monetizing off what he's doing and he doesn't seem to have any soul or heart in what he does he's a natural academic and intellectual and with amazing vocabulary and he's well read and he's he's the go-to person for anything spiritual or anything anything he would be the go-to person i wish i knew him but when he's delivering this information or there's his eyes are just dead i don't know it's just something it's so he's my work he's my favorite underdog my most underrated person might use that question again for something else. Um, favorite and least favorite celebrity. The last song that I played. Hmm, what was the last song that I played? One called Gangster Boy, and the boy was spelled B O I, Gangster Boy. It's a new one. I think it was a low res version, but yeah, listen to that. I mainly play my own mixes from soundcloud so search so poetic all one word on soundcloud from manchester you will um you'll see me i've got pink um background picture pink pink profile picture it's just so poetic search and listen to the tunes i do every mix is different and it's it's not all the same genre and each one i struggle <coughs> to stick to just one type of music each mix is like a little journey musical journey they might not be all great but they are to me next one is guilty pleasures my guilty pleasures is music again it's just type of music guilty pleasures My guilty pleasures could be that costume jewellery that I'm obsessed with and this need to pick up things that sparkle. I'm a bit like a mad pie, I like sparkly things, collect them. And treasuring rubbish, you know, I collect like this isn't rubbish because it's so sentimental to me. I still collect 5P pieces, the new little ones. Because when they first came out and I was younger, I was obsessed with how tiny these cute little 5Ps were. So my grandparents, especially my granddad, who I call Gramps, he would collect 5Ps for me in a pot. And that would be my spends. Or I don't know if I was still living with him. I think I'd grown up as well and he was still saving them for me. Definitely, I had grown up and I used to go around and he'd say, I've got some 5Ps for you. But I don't know how young it was when I first started collecting them. So it wouldn't have been spent, but that would have been 
what he did for me. So every time I see 5p now, I've got to save it. And I'm thinking of making a pair of earrings, clip-ons, because I've got my ears pierced. But they've not had any earrings in for a while, and I don't like the feel of something being in my ear no more. And the soreness. I can't be doing with it, so I'm obsessed. That's another guilty pleasure. I'm obsessed with clip-on earrings at the minute. So, 70s, 80s, 90s, whatever. Not 90s. It's just so old-fashioned, isn't it? My mum's wondering if I'm turning into an 80-year-old woman or 80-year-old microwave. You know, you don't know. <laughs> um, Clip-on earrings. And I'm thinking of making a pair of my own clip-on earrings with 5p pieces. The closest thing to mag- magic in life, I think, is synchronicity. There's your answer for that one. My most useless talent. Can't say that one. Where's smelling place? The Trafford Centre. I don't I haven't been for a while, but it's right near the sewerage works or whatever they're called, and it just stinks. And every single time I've been there to the car park, getting out, I was like this stinks it stinks around here and i think it's the processing plant which is not too far away it doesn't smell once you're inside but it's not the point the first thing you arrive to is a stinking smell and this traffic center is a luxurious well it used to be when when i used to go you know it's a luxury place it's a lovely place the fact that there's a stinking smell really nearby Stuff that my stomach couldn't handle because I'm not from farms or fields or not really used to the countryside. I mean, I can't even handle going through the countryside when you start to smell the cows and sheep. But going to the traffic centre, that stinks. What body part wouldn't you mind losing? That's easy. My belly. Weirdest way I've been injured. This is a strange one. I've got a big scar on my leg, which looks like what I used to say was a bullet hole, where I've been shot with a massive bullet, or it also looks like a butterfly. It's bigger than a 50 pence piece. It's it's like the size of a golf ball in width. And it happened when I was on my laptop for too long and I kept getting a sting on my leg and I thought my leg's sweating underneath this laptop and it's stinging a bit and I'd gone through hours and hours of working on this laptop and eventually I looked at my leg and there was a huge big yellow loose massive blister and it it was ready to pop in fact I was going to pop it myself it was huge and I stood up and it popped and all the juice ran down my leg. I had to go to the doctors and they said this could take up to two years to heal. And they dressed it and said it's really, it looks like a chemical burn. And I, my mum ended up nursing me for a week. And it, within the week, it had, or two weeks, I think it was a week. And within the week after her nursing it and dressing it and cleaning it that's the dog's belly if you can hear that i'm not doing anything weird it's her belly she always has a dodgy belly in the morning earlier on she had this dodgy belly and she was outside and i was sat there having a sick do you want to go out do you want to go out wee wees 
she might do it. I'll go and see. And I was having a cig, and I could hear this noise, and it sounded like people were laughing and talking in a very distant background microphone, <laughs> and it was her stomach. Right. Um, so as I was saying, my mum dressed it for a week or two, and it healed to a point where I didn't have to wear bandages no more, but it's still, the scar now is still, it's not white completely, it's still quite pink. But I, I thought it was quite ridiculous how it happened. How can a laptop just burn you like that? And you not notice at that degree. Big layers of my skin have come come off. And um, so, but I, I used to go around showing people, look at my scar, look at my scar, it's a bullet hole, it's a butterfly, until I think it was Matt's brother first said it, and then Matt said it on, a, on an alternate occasion. And they they weren't together, so that it's actually it's not just that they both said it. Once once they said it, you can't unsee it. But both at different occasions, so I said, "Now it looks like an asshole." So there you are. Just bear with me. So I've just come outside for a quick cigarette break and I'm thinking to myself, why would anybody want to listen to this podcast and what would they get from it? And the answer really is, because this is another question, isn't it? The answer really is nothing. You wouldn't take anything away from this, I can't imagine, but hopefully it's just kept you company like you've kept me company. I'll go back in in a minute. I'm just going to be very quiet in case anyone catches me talking to myself. I'm talking crap. (laughs) Chilly out there. Yeah, I was just saying, a lot of people say when you start up a podcast that, you know, what people, why are people going to want to listen? Why, what are they going to, what can you offer? people in your podcast and this isn't the type of podcast that does that eventually I hope it is I hope I can bring something to your life as much as this is bringing something to mine this is therapeutic for me and stuff like that so at the moment it's like a peep show spying on somebody's not spying but you know taking a look at somebody's personal thoughts and life and it is like a personal journal and I just hope that one day I can look back at these episodes and think, wow, how, how crap were you? But also that means that I would have travelled further and progressed and have a lot more to share with you that that you can take away something from it. And even if, like me, when I listen to a podcast, because I'm not a massive podcast person as yet, my life isn't as hectic or isn't as busy or isn't as neat you know isn't one of them where and and I travel far and need to listen to podcasts or I don't know I just don't listen to many podcasts that's why the ones that I do listen to I mention which I said I mentioned that new one that I've looked at and I will do in a minute um but I sometimes listen to podcasts when I'm lonely and when I just want to chill and maybe do some writing and just have a bit of company there. So I'm hoping I'm a bit of company for you too.
My latest podcast find is called How Long Gone and it's run by quite a few people I think and it it concentrates on pop culture, fashion, music and there's three episodes per week to dive into. There's, there's a big back catalogue and I'm enjoying going through that but it's, it's consistent and I like the, the attitude of the guys when they're doing the um, anchor thing at the beginning where they where they do the little ad for anchor um, they swear in it <laughs> and that just sounds like my type of people and I just really enjoy it so yeah search on anchor or spotify or wherever you are how long gone and it's a blue and green background yeah I really like that one I think you should favourite them and the final question was the Moby question that I keep on mentioning and, and it is if you were an animal how would your consciousness be different and I would just say that if I was a dog and I was in company and had owners like me I would feel a lot more confident a lot more loved a lot more special and I would think the whole world revolves around me and I think everyone deserves to believe that because it does as you can tell I think I've got a bit tired of questions and answers and I've lost a bit of confidence in myself thinking again that I, I feel guilty that this podcast isn't really beneficial to anybody except me makes me feel quite selfish um if you if you do enjoy the podcast i always say this please follow an anchor if you if possibly can i don't know if you actually follow on spotify i don't i don't have it so i wouldn't know if you did or didn't it doesn't matter i mean i'd like you to but if you are on anchor so then favorite me and I can also check out your channel um but other than that I, I just I'm gonna go for a little second and I've been writing f- um some free writing with regards to the exercises in those library books that I was banging on about so I think I'll come back with a podcast more centered on my writing which feels a bit more easy because I'm sharing something with you that you wouldn't have actually heard before you couldn't possibly have heard it before because I made it up and it came straight out of my mind whether it's interesting or not is another story but again I'm sharing my personal journal with you although it's not a personal journal as such I don't tell you what I had for breakfast although in my next section there is something to do with food related and we'll get to that it's not in this episode it'll be in the next one when I've had a coffee and a give my head a wobble. Okay then, take care. Thank you very much for being here with me. And until next time, I still haven't got a tagline, but good morning, good morning. I hope that doesn't become it. That'd be a horrible jingle. Take care. Goodbye.